This week on Vedic Mythology, Music, and Mantras, Lalitambaka, the Goddess of Beauty. This podcast is presented by Pujanet, P-U-J-A dot N-E-T, your Vedic resource on the web. Here in the West, our perception of the Divine Mother is pretty much molded on an image of Mary, Mother of Jesus. She is quiet, chaste, and merciful. Admirable qualities, no doubt, but far from the Vedic tradition, whose mother images are rather different. The Semitic religions, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, see God exclusively as the Father, or the great creator in the case of Islam. The Vedic tradition sees that male and female are inextricably linked. Shiva and Shakti together are required for the universe to manifest. Shiva is pure being, existence itself, and Shakti is pure will, the force that puts it all into motion. Lalita means the playful one, and the universe is seen as being her play. Manifestation takes place in a spirit of fun, as difficult as that might be to imagine given the complexities of our own day-to-day life. But as Divine Mother, her role is to protect and guide her creation as one would expect of a mother. At the beginning of Kali Yuga, the Rishi Agashta was distressed to see that people were living a life of pure sensory pleasure only, forgetting about the divine. He decided to visit Kanchipuram, the home of Kamakshi Devi, the divine mother. And across the street from our Yagya center in Kanchipuram is the Varadaraja temple. It's a beautiful and famous Vishnu temple. And at this temple, Vishnu, as Hayagriva, the form of Vishnu associated with knowledge and wisdom, appeared before Agastya and told him the story of Lalita, and at the end of their conversation, he dictated to him the Lalita Sahasranam, the thousand names of Lalita. But Agastya was not quite satisfied, and instead he asked for even more knowledge. And suddenly, Kamakshi Devi appeared and instructed Hayagriva to teach him the 300-verse Lalita Trishati, along with techniques for meditation and puja. And then she disappeared. Well, the story is really very charming because the first thing that Hayagriva did is to thank Agastya for being his student. I'm fortunate to have you, he said. Because of you, the Divine Mother has come here to instruct me directly to teach you. Without you, I would not have had this vision. So thank you. And it's one of those little lessons in the Vedic system. Teachers and students are a partnership and both gain from the experience, even when the teacher is the great Lord Vishnu. And this whole account is contained in the Brahmananda Purana. So, once upon a time, the gods were in trouble, as usual, being tormented by a demon who could only be killed by a son of Shiva. But Shiva was off meditating and in no mood to be disturbed, much less consider be married, because he had lost his first wife, Sati, in the disaster at Daksha's sacrifice. So the gods sent Kama, the god of love, to shoot Shiva with his sugar cane bow and flowery arrows, so that he would fall in love with Parvati, who was hiding nearby. Kama did his best by filling the air with the sounds and smells of springtime, complete with singing birds, but the plans went all wrong. Shiva was angry at being disturbed and his tapas interrupted, and with a single glance from his third eye, 
Kama was reduced to ash, much to the agony of his wife, Rati. Well, the ashes of Kama were gathered up by Chitrakarman, one of Shiva's attendants, who used them to sketch out a figure of a man. When Shiva's gaze fell upon this figure, it leapt to life and became a living person. The person repeated a Shiva mantra, thus pleasing Shiva, who then granted him sovereignty over the earth for 60,000 years. When hearing of this, Brahma cried, Band, Band. And so this Asura became known as Bandashura, or Banda. And as we might expect, the Asura grew more and more powerful, and drunk with his powerful ego sense, began to oppress the gods and mess up the universe. So Narada, one of the sons of Brahma, who wanders around the universe, advised Indra to pray to Parashakti, the transcendent power of the Divine Mother, which he did. And then Indra organized a yagya, and out of the flames of the yagya fire arose a huge Sri Chakra with the beautiful Devi at, seated at the center. Well, the gods honored her and asked for help, which she readily agreed to provide. But Brahma, cleverly wanting to solve all the gods' problems at once, pointed out that according to the Vedas, those who rule must be married and not single. The gods had to assure her that her independence would not suffer by being married, and so she did agree to be married. And she turned around and threw a garland up into the air, where it then fell around the neck of Shiva, who had taken the form of Kameshwara, the god of love and pleasure. Well, ultimately, it was a grand wedding, and then the goddess got down to business. The battle against Bandashura took four days, but as expected, the goddess emerged victorious in the end. And in celebration, she restored Kama, who had burned up by Shiva, and then she went to settle down in Srinagar, a city on Mount Meru that was built for her by Vishwakarma, the celestial architect, and Maya, illusion. She is described as sitting on a couch, the legs of which are Brahma, Vishnu, Ishvara, and Maheshvara. She sits on a blanket that is Sada Shiva, and then finally she sits on the lap of her husband, Kameshvara. Of course, this is wonderfully symbolic with its implied hierarchy, the foundation of which is Brahma, Vishnu, Rudra, and Ishvara, one's personal god. And then on Sada Shiva, the five-faced ascetic form of Shiva, and then finally on the lap of Shiva, as he who has conquered pleasure, Kameshvara. Symbolically, it implies that in order to enjoy the full pleasure of life, material and spiritual, one must rise above material pleasure through spiritual means, but interestingly enough, the end is not entirely ascetic. The end result is Lalita and Kameshwara together, the full pleasure of life. Well, with all this power, the, the battle against Bandasura was nothing more than a tiny irritation to the Devi. And in the translation that I'm using, uh, which is by Professor D.S. Sharma and published by the Ramakrishnamath in Mylapur, uh, his introduction, he, he consolidates the thousand names of Lalita into a description of the goddess as a young wife, passionately fond of her husband. She's a mother who loves her children and takes pride in their exploits. 
She's forever young, rosy in the morning sun, and the jewels she wears rival the stars in their splendor. Her breath has the perfume of camphor, her voice is sweeter even than the vena of Saraswati, and she has the fragrance of sandalwood. She's passionately fond of flowers and constantly wears them in her hair. She shines like the rose, but is fonder still of the flowers of the spirit, Chaitanya Kshumapriya. She is the home of all the arts and the scriptures as well. She is the priceless pearl hidden in the depths of all scriptures. The Vedas bow to her, for she is their mother. He continues that she is worshipped by all the gods in heaven, but is accessible by all, even the poorest and least educated. Her grace is easily won and requires no particular merit on our part. The Upanishads describe her as being the ultimate reality above all tattvas and categories of thoughts, above all dualisms, the one indivisible spirit without qualities, without parts, ever free and ever pure, formless and timeless, and without a cause, without a lapse, and without a limit. It's a very inspiring vision of the divine. Just as with Rudram, the Lalita Sahasranam is easily the subject of legitimate but lengthy academic analysis, and I think that it's possible to view the verses of Lalita Sahasranamavali as simply the perceptions of the Rishi who experienced them, as if he were sitting in meditation and simply reporting on what he saw. And in that sense, they are experiences as opposed to being just fanciful or intellectual concepts. At least I hope so. I hope that these are experiences that are open to each of us, given enough time, practice, and dedication. And as with Rudram, the problem remains how to translate the word namaha, which ends each line adequately. It's such a comprehensive word, and it's not uh, rendered into English very easily, so I'm going to substitute namaste, which is a word that most Westerners recognize and understand with what is very close to being the proper meaning of namaha. So the first verse is Om Sri Matre Namaha. Namaste to the mother of all. And secondly, I want to remember that Lalita is the playful goddess, and I think there's a great deal of humor and playfulness in some of these verses. At least in my opinion, not everything Vedic has to be solemn and serious, and I certainly mean no disrespect, but the eighth verse is Om Raga Swarupa Prasad Yaye Namaha. Namaste to she who holds in her lower left hand a noose representing the power of love. Not a ribbon, not a string, but the noose of love. There's a lovely irony there. And at times she's described in ways that are wonderfully sensual. What else would you expect for the wife of Kamadeva? This is verse 34. Om Nabhyala Vala Romali Latapala Kuchadvaye Namaha. Namaste to she whose breasts look like the fruits on the creeper of the hairline spreading upwards from the navel. And verse 47. Om Marli Manda Gamananye Namaha. Namaste to she whose gait is slow and gentle like the swans. And verse 43, Om Kurma Prashta Chaishnu Prabhad Anavitaye Namaha. 
Namaste to she, the arches of whose feet rival the shapeliness and beauty of the back of a tortoise. And finally, verse 39, Ankamesha nyata sabhagya mardhavo rudve advaitye namaha. Namaste to she, the beauty and smoothness of whose thighs are known only to her consort Kameshwara, the conqueror of love. It's worth mentioning that the Sahasranam starts out with very interesting mantras, but they're also very tough to pronounce. It's almost as if it's forbiddingly difficult at first, just like a test, to see how much we want this knowledge. And then suddenly, as one passes around 108 names, they become very easy and light, simple to pronounce, and much, much easier to remember. Om Bhakti Priyaye Namaha. Namaste to she who is fond of simple devotion. And Sharmadayanye Namaha. Namaste to she who is the bestower of happiness. And Charu Hasaye Namaha. Namaste to she whose smile is charming. And Om Goptraye Namaha. Namaste to she whose purpose is protection. As one works through the text, there are a series of verses where they seem to be focused on a single category of traits, a source of happiness or her beauty or her strength, but then there are little gems of one or two verses that provide some delightful insight. Om Shankarye Namaha. Namaste to she who is Shankari, the wife of Shankar or Shiva, which is followed immediately by Om Shri Karye Namaha. Namaste to she who is Shri, the wife of Vishnu. But then a few verses later, Om Nir Ishvarye Namaha. Namaste to she who has no overlord. So it seems that she is wife, but equal to her husband, and not controlled by him. Om Lolakshe Kama Rupanye Namaha. Namaste to she who is the emotion of love in women. Om Bhakti Nidhaye Namaha. Namaste to she who is a treasure to her devotees. And we could go on and on, reading all through the thousand names, but let me close with a series from roughly verse 804 through 823, and you'll see the wonderful progression from subject to subject, and yet it all seems to hang together. And so, uh, starting with verse 804, Om Pushkarye Namaha. Salutations to she who is like a lotus in bloom. Om Pushkarikshanaye Namaha. Namaste to she who has eyes charming like the petals of the lotus. Om Parasmaye Jyotise Namaha. Salutations to she who is the supreme light that illumines all illuminaries. Om Parasmaye Dhamne Namaha. Namaste to she who is the supreme abode that is the home of all things that exist. Om Paramanade Namaha. Salutations to she who is also the subtlest particle. Om Paratparaye Namaha. Namaste to she who is the supermost superior, even to Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, who are themselves adorned as supreme deities. Om Pachahastaye Namaha. Salutations to she who holds in her hands the noose that binds all to samsara or illusion. Om Pachahantraye Namaha. Namaste to she who cuts the bond of samsara. Om Paramantra Vibhedine Namaha. 
Namaste to she who breaks the spells of one's enemies. Om Murtaye Namaha. Namaste to she who has forms. Om Amurtaye Namaha. Namaste to she who is also formless. Om Anitya Triptaye Namaha. Namaste to she who is satisfied even with our perishable offerings. Om Muni Manasa Ham Sikaye Namaha. Namaste to she, the swan, who swims in the manasa, meaning the mind, lake, in the minds of saints. Om Satya Vrataye Namaha. Namaste to she who is vowed to truth. Om Satya Rupaye Namaha. Namaste to she who is herself truth. Om Sarvantar Yamanye Namaha. Namaste to she who is the inner ruler of all beings. Om Satye Namaha. Namaste to she who is the eternal being as also the consort of transcendent Shiva. Om Brahmanye Namaha. Salutations to she who is the Shakti of Brahma, the creator. Om Brahmanye Namaha. Namaste to she who is herself Brahma. Nyananye Namaha. Namaste to her who is the mother of the universe. Well, it would be very easy to keep going with this, but I want to play for you Lalita Trishati. This is the 300 verses, uh, names of Lalita, that was dictated to Agastya in Kanchipuram by the incarnation of Vishnu, known as Hayagriva. So Lalita Trishati, it takes a little over 20 minutes to recite, and that will be it for this week. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Shri Lalita Trishati Stotra Ratna Namavali Asya Shri Lalita Trishati Stotra Mahamandrasya Bhagavan Hayagriva Rishi Anushtukchandaha Shri Lalita Mahatripura Sundari Devata Aim Vijam Sau Shakti Kleem Kilakam Mama Dharma Artha Kama Moksha Chaturvita Palapurusha Artha Siddhyarche Ishtakamya Sri Lalita Mahatripura Sundari Pritiarche Sri Lalita Trishati Stotra Japevini Yogaha Dhyanam Adi Madhura Japahasta Aparimita Modabana Sauvagya Arunamatishaya Karunam Abhinavakula Sundari Mande Omaim Rimshim Kakara Rupa Yenamaha Omaim Rimshim Kalyan Yenamaha Omaim Rimshim Kalyana Punashalin Yenamaha Omaim Rimshim Kalyana Shaila Nilaya Yenamaha Omaim Rimshim Kamaniya Yenamaha Omaim Rimshim Kalavat Yenamaha Omaim Rim Shreem Kamalakshe Namaha Omaim Rim Shreem Kalmashagni Namaha Omaim Rim Shreem Karunamrta Sagaraye Namaha Omaim Rim Shreem Kadambakana Navasaye Namaha Omaim Rim Shreem Kadambakusumapriyaye Namaha 
सर्वकर्त्रिय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वभद्रिय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वहंत्रे नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सनातनाये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वाणवद्याय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वांगसुंदर्य नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वसाक्षिण्ये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वात्मकाये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वसौख्यदात्रे नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्विमोहिन्ये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वाधाराय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वगताये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वावगुणवर्जिताये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वाणाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वे नम ओम ह्रीं श्री सर्वाभरणूषिताये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री अकाराय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कालहंत्रे नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कामेश्य नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कामिताय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री काम सजीविन्ये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कल्याय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कठिनस्तन मंडलाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री करभोरवे नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कलानाथ मुख्ये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कचचिताय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कटाक्षस्यंदिगुणाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कपालिप्राणनायकाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कारुण्य विग्रहाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कांताय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कांतिभूतजवाबल्ये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कलालापाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कंबुकंठ्य नम ओम ह्रीं श्री करनिर्जितवल्लवाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कल्पवल्ली समुजाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कस्तूरीजलकांक्षिताय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री अकाराय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हंसगत्ये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हाटकाभरणोज्वलाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हारहारिकुचाभोगाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हापिंगे नम ओम ह्रीं श्री कल्यवर्जिताय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हरिपति सराध्याय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हटात्कारहतासुराय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हर्ष प्रदाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हविर्भोक्त्रिय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री आर्दसंदय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हल्लीहालास्तुष्टाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हंसमंत्रिण्ये नम ओम ह्रीं श्री आनोपादानुक्ताय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हरिशिंगे नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हरिशोदर्य नम ओम ह्रीं श्री आहाहु मुखस्तुत्याय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हानिवृद्धि विवर्जिताय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हय्यंगवीन हृदयाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री हरिगोपारुणाशुकाय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री लकाराख्याय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री लतापूज्याय नम ओम ह्रीं श्री वयस्तुभवेश्वर्य नम 
ಓಮೈ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಣನಂದನಾರಾಮಣಪಕಲ್ಪಕಲ್ಲರ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಮೈ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಿಮವದ್ಗಂಗಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಮೈ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಾರ್ನವಕೌಸ್ತುಭಾಯ ನಮಃ ಓಮೈ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಮಂತ್ರಸರ್ವಸ್ವಾಯ ನಮಃ ಓಮೈ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಪರಸೌಖ್ಯದಾಯ ನಮಃ ಓಮೈ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ರಾಜರಾಜೇಶ್ವರ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ